1: Successful companies know faster growth requires the right tools. If you're doing two, ten, or hundreds of millions in sales, NetSuite by Oracle gives you a full picture of your business. Finance, inventory, HR, customers, and more, all in one place. From work, from home, anytime, anywhere. NetSuite, the number one cloud business system. Right now, get your product, tour, and free guide. Six ways to run a more profitable business at netsuite.com slash voices. That's netsuite.com slash voices.
2: So Cuomo shows up and it's like, ooh, daddy's here. And then Governor Newsom shows up and it's like, ooh, cool stepdad is here. And then Trump shows up and it's like, ooh, racist grandpa just took out his dick at the bus stop. Again. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to Sanity Cast, the humble little podcast about how to not go completely batshit when the Christians have elected Caligula. I'm John Fugelsang, and I don't know about you, but I am shocked that an obese 73-year-old who has high cholesterol and eats nothing but garbage, who never exercises, who doesn't use condoms when he sleeps with porn stars, who sleeps four hours a night and thinks windmills cause cancer and looks directly at eclipses, I can't believe that guy would ever ignore the advice of doctors. And that's why we're here. This podcast is about the very fine art of giving a fuck. And that's why I want someone to tell the president that, that that Easter is a day about coming back from death, not sending a million old people to it. This is a podcast that believes depression is a disease, but negativity is a habit. And if we're all in this together, then despair is privilege. There's no time for despondency. We need you in the game. Because Hannity is the opposite of sanity, so let's isolate together. I'm John Fugelsang. I do a little show on SiriusXM Progress every night. We're still doing our show during the quarantine. We've had some great comedians on, great journalists on. Just aired an interview with Anthony Daniels, who played C-3PO in Star Wars. Um, And, of course, it's a great time to get SiriusXM if you're looking for some kind of media source. Cable news is great, but on the radio... You can talk back. We're listening. And the best part of the experience has been talking to all of the listeners and seeing how truckers are handling these times and how different people are handling it in different parts of the country and what people's hopes are and fears are, what are the inspiring things people have seen, and, and what's the scary things people have seen. And I, I'd love to know how you guys feel about it, too. So please write to me at com or write to my um, Facebook page and, and let me know about your experiences. We're reading them on the air, on the radio, and, and here as well. How you holding up? How have you been? Uh, are are you scared? Are you bored? How's it changed in your town? How's it changed by the end of this week from how it was at the top of the week? I'd love to know. This is the Quarantine Diaries. We talk a lot about what the fuck fatigue in the age of... uh Silvio Berlusconi Talk a lot about what the fuck fatigue because our outrage circuits are burned out. It's just been a time when I remember things used to happen one at a time. Now everything happens right at once, always. And it's hard to keep track. It just keeps coming. This is a time when we're in quarantine. We have to come together by staying apart. It's a time when some marriages will end and new babies will be conceived. It's a time when thousands may die and nobody will be able to go to the funerals. Street violence may go down and domestic violence might go up. It's a time when workers who don't get paid sick leave have to go to work sick to get paid. It's an election at a time when going to vote can literally be dangerous for democracy. We don't have a president. We have an occupant. And the occupant says nobody knows where this virus came from, but it's a Chinese virus he says it's a democratic hoax and it's a national public health emergency and I love it when a president says he has no responsibility for doing nothing for months but also gives his response a perfect 10 and if you've been trying to get tested trying to find out how to get tested waiting on lines to get tested wanting to know who to call to ask how to get tested just remember Harvey Weinstein was able to get tested before you and he's in jail it's a strange time when Governor Andrew Cuomo is giving a presidential address every afternoon and when the host of Celebrity Apprentice who lied us into a pandemic and the producer of Lego Batman movie who just gave wealthy corporations a $1.8 trillion tax cut we're trying to get $500 billion of your money to give to wealthy corporations because that's how you fight a virus. The bad guys are trying to use this. They're trying to exploit this for more evil. But there's a flip side to that the good people are using this to try to fight for the marginalized more than ever before. If you're staying home, if you're isolating, you are trying to save the lives of people you will never know. And when Trump supporters don't believe it and think it's a hoax because they've been watching news that tells them not to trust mainstream media and everyone outside the bubble for years, you're fighting for the lives of people who hate you. We are broadcasting this from New York City. A literal disaster area. As of this recording, our city has half the cases in the country. And there is no president. Nobody can take him at his word. People can't. Businesses can't. Congress can't. Foreign leaders can't. Foreign adversaries can't. Your neighbor who can't spell your correctly enjoying Trump's false promises doesn't make them true. The states are on their own. We got a jobless report that was by far the worst in U.S. history. And the stock market went up that day anyway. The body count keeps rising. We're all impacting each other. We're all helping each other. It's never been more apparent that hate is stupid. New York City had 319 murders last year. They've already had more deaths this year under coronavirus already. The first three months of this year, coronavirus is more deadly than murder. A $2 trillion stimulus plan agreed on by the House and the Senate and the White House offered select Americans one check for $1,200 and some unemployment protection. And this is at a time when we're the number one, we're the leading country in the world for confirmed cases. We're way past Italy. They're slowing and starting. Over half a million worldwide, 80,000 in the U.S. And and we probably have the highest number of unconfirmed cases by a lot due to lack of testing. And that's on purpose. We passed 1,000 deaths in the U.S. But, you know, China has a population of 1.43 billion. We have 329 million. Their population is more than four times the size of America. And we have more coronavirus cases than they do. So this bill, two trillion, hundreds of billions in loans for small businesses, many of which are forced to close, also gives direct cash payments to so the majority of us who are trying to make ends meet or have lost their jobs. It stipulates that, you know, Donald Trump's companies can't get any money. There's like $360 billion for small businesses to keep making payroll while the workers are out. They keep calling it a stimulus. The Senate stimulus package has $400 million to help run elections. Well, that's great, but it's not a stimulus. A stimulus is what you do to get an economy moving again. This is a tourniquet. This is just so there's something left when all this ends. So everyone's not literally broke or evicted or starving when this thing ends. But there's no rent freeze. There's no student loan debt forgiveness. It's a one time payment, twelve hundred dollars per person. You're not getting until May. And again, a lot of good stuff. Schumer, Pelosi, fifty five billion more for hospitals. A hundred fifty billion for the states and localities and the tribes. Seventeen billion for small business to cover six months of payments for businesses. Thirty billion for emergency education funding, twenty five billion in transit funding. It's you know, good stuff, but again, a one-time cash payment of $1,200 is not enough to cover rent, food, utilities, and bills for people who've been out of work even if they're getting unemployment at the same time. Corporations are getting their bailout. Trump is saying that we should be going out in public for Easter again. Then why do you need a bailout? A one-time payment of $1,200. No rent or mortgage freeze, no medical, no utilities, and they're still bailing out the big company for billions. But you get 1200 bucks, maybe. Ralph Nader said it, man. <laughs> I don't know if it's a dirty word. Ralph said, capitalism will never fail because it will always have socialism to bail it out. Now, a good stimulus bill? I'm just a humble clown who went to public school. But how about, like, maybe an immediate moratorium on all debt until this is over? Banks should not be allowed to collect any mortgage or credit card payments, and they shouldn't be allowed to add interest to any missed payments? How about that? 1200 bucks, And asking people to go back to work in a time of a growing pandemic. $1,200, and so much you and your family are worth to this president. Cancel student debt and freezing rent for three months would do so much more for the economy long-term than giving a check for 1200 bucks to most households. But something in this bill was amazing. The GOP acknowledged in it, in the middle of this $2 trillion relief package, they acknowledged that Trump's a crook. They did, literally a provision designed to block this administration first from using any of that money towards the border wall. Okay. Um, and secondly, it, it, it forbids Trump from profiting off the bill. It essentially is an admission of guilt by Republicans that Trump violates the emoluments clause. So that's how I feel about the stimulus. It, It is the ultimate American symbol, a gigantic package, and it's still inadequate. 21 states have ordered people to stay home as of this recording. Most of those are states with Democratic governors. Of the 21, only six have Republican governors. And Trump said he wants the U.S. opened up by Easter, April 12th, ignoring everything the doctors and the public health officials say. He wants a nationwide lockdown and a viral pandemic to be wrapped up by Easter so you can go to church and have candy. So we're trying to figure out how to live in this world. And that means we're going to have to do something Mike Pence really hates. We're going to evolve. We're going to adapt. And things are going to be very different. The Olympics have been postponed for the first time ever. Here in New York, I'm keeping an eight-year-old child in the epicenter of this entire thing. And the cases are doubling every three days now. It's really weird in New York. You can find parking spaces here now. I ride a bike, but I notice these things. It's crazy. A couple of weeks ago, I did an event at Fordham University. I was speaking to a group about, you know, storytelling and writing. And and, uh, one kid in the entire assembly hall had a mask on. But then they shut down classes less than a week later. And every few days, it's more people and more people in New York with masks. The tourists are gone. It's really strange here. I've seen the lights go out on Broadway. There's no shows. Times Square is empty. Central Park is full. A lot of New Yorkers are still here, but a lot of them have left. The folks with money went out to the Hamptons, and guess what happened? The virus followed them. That's why it's exploding in the Hamptons now. The governor is going to try this pilot program of closing streets down so we can walk in the street and uh, be six feet away from each other. There's no basketball or contact sports allowed. Um, the day they announced that, they were I lived near Central Park, there were helicopters going all night. I'm like, are they looking for touch basketball games? We had 53,000 hospital beds pre-crisis. The state now thinks we're going to need 140,000 of them. In Pennsylvania, a woman coughed all over $35,000 of food at a department store, at a grocery store, and the store said they had no choice. They threw out the food, and they disinfected the building. Over in England, Prince Charles has it. Imagine that. Prince. I mean, first Boris Johnson. Yeah, but Prince Charles, you know, I'm sorry, man. Imagine you have one promotion your entire life. You spend your whole life waiting for one promotion, And then you wait 71 years for it, and then you get coronavirus. But again, there's so much good stuff going on. Veterinary hospitals and colleges and zoos are like offering ventilators to hospitals. Jerry Falwell Jr., son of a segregationist who supported apartheid, has a college who pretends to be Christian. He tried to open up the school again and force kids and faculty and staff to go back to work. Governor Northam shut it down. Liberty University, I mean, they literally teach that evolution is false, but they prove natural selection is real. Over in McHenry, Illinois, the police department there, they shut down um, a, a, a Joanne Fabrics, Anna Michaels, and a GameStop. They gave them cease and desist orders because the chains weren't closing their doors. And it was freaking out the employees because they didn't feel like working at GameStop was essential. Stay home. Please stay home. Louisiana is experiencing the fastest rate of infections with more than close to 3,000 cases already. Italy keeps having more deaths. They've surpassed China. China's banned entry of foreigners. Mexico is banning us from coming in there. And this week was supposed to be opening day in Major League Baseball. We're hearing the words morgue capacity an awful lot in headlines now. 40,000 mental health 6,000 mental health professionals volunteered to help the public with stress and anxiety in New York. 40,000 Retired health professionals who are generally older and in the highest risk group are coming out of retirement to put themselves on the front line and risk their own lives to help others for free. A guy was filmed licking produce at a Walmart. Yeah, he was charged with making terrorist threats. We need rampant testing. We need testing. That's it. You want to stop it? You want to stop it soon? You want to save as much money as possible? Pour billions into getting tests in every American hand. That's it. I mean, there's one number you have to remember. The 20th of January, 1, 12020. 1, 12020. That was the day that South Korea had their first case and the U.S. had their first case. And what happened? Well, South Korea tested every citizen in the country. And in America, our president said it was a democratic hoax because they failed at impeachment. Now, by two months, By the 20th of March, um, South Korea had tested 275,000 people and America had tested about 30,000. There's no curfew in South Korea now. They're walking around. They did the tests. They isolated those who had it. We don't have that. Our president was keeping a cruise ship from docking in San Francisco because he didn't want the numbers to go up. Twice our president has lied that there will be over a million masks. I'm sorry, a million tests next week. Three nuns were left to handle a hundred seniors by themselves at a retirement home in New Jersey. Ninety four residents of the Saint Joseph's senior home. And they were all presumed to have the virus. All ninety-four. And three nuns were left to handle all of this. Yellowstone's closed. Grand Teton is closed. Grand Smoky Mountain National Park closed. Doctor Fauci looks embarrassed. 44% of U.S. workers are making a medium of ten twenty-two an hour, about $24,000 a year. About half of low-wage workers are the sole earners for their families, according to the Brookings Institution. You think these folks can work from home? It's just insane. And I would be despondent if it weren't for the fact that so many people are stepping up and doing such beautiful work. I'm so inspired seeing which politicians are really fighting for working people. And honestly, you guys have this in your town. Anytime you go out, look around, you will see people doing extraordinarily brave and selfless things. There's a reason President Cuomo was trending today. I never thought I'd see that guy become this popular. It took until this week for Boris Johnson to finally order everyone to stay home. Sherrod Brown said he spent two hours talking to Steve Mnuchin today. People overdosed on hydroxychloroquine because Donald Trump said, what do you have to lose? People tried it and died. There was a college reaction poll that said more than half of college students said that either they or their friends have still gone to parties and bars and restaurants all in the last week. Bernie Sanders won the Democratic abroad primary. What if a senator won the Democrats abroad primary and no one talked about it? And the scariest thing, honestly, uh, I, I mean, the Justice Department has quietly asked Congress for the ability to ask chief judges to detain people indefinitely without trial during emergencies. They really want to use this to just start locking motherfuckers up. Rand Paul, of course, um, was exposed, got tested, and then said, oh, by the way, fuck all y'all. I'm a libertarian, and uh, this is my world, and hung out with his staff, worked out in the Senate gym, swam in the Senate pool, then got a negative, then got a positive test. But lucky, he's got some of that socialist taxpayer-funded health care, enjoyed by all of our capitalist allies, that he repeatedly denies to the rest of us.
0: It is shocking that your home can be stolen this easily. Let me share a true story. Deborah learned that brutal lesson when thieves found the title to her home online. Then they forged the documents to appear she sold her home, but she hadn't. Then they borrowed thousands using her home's equity. Deborah didn't know she was a victim until foreclosure notices arrived and an eviction notice followed. She spent her fortune trying to get her home back. The crime is home title fraud, and the FBI calls it one of the fastest growing crimes. The best advice for avoiding a title fraud nightmare is to protect your home with Home Title Lock. And no, neither your homeowner's insurance nor bank protects you. For pennies a day, Home Title Lock does. So first things first, find out if you're already a victim of home title fraud. Register your home at HomeTitleLock.com and enter SAVE for one month of free protection. Again, enter SAVE for one month of free protection at HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com
2: just trying to rattle it all off is just exhausting just rattling off the events there's so much all the time and boy it's easy to get addicted to screens isn't it but there's so much to be outraged by I mean these people they deregulated the billionaires and they gave the corporations that outsourced your job a massive tax cut they tried to allow billionaires to take stock buybacks with government money again and now our entire future of our economy depends on the host of Celebrity Apprentice and the guy who produced the Lego Batman movie there's no money available for things like climate change and healthcare, right? Free college tuition, universal healthcare, student loan debt forgiveness, all the stuff that our allies enjoy, we can't have that. There's no money for it. Now there's 2 trillion to prop up an economy that this guy ruined because he ignored the virus. He called it a hoax. He told people to ignore it. Never has a president hurt the country as badly as Trump has. His negligence is historic and it's criminal. When has a president hurt America worse than this? Think about it. I mean, Hoover? James Buchanan? You could say James Buchanan helped cause the Civil War. But if things go really bad, we could lose more people in this than in any war. With a president who's already been impeached for using money designated by Congress to benefit his own re-election campaign. I mean, this is how insane we are now. This is a guy who pocketed federal funds for small businesses that were hurt by 9-11, even though none of this con man's properties were affected 1.5 trillion tax cut for the rich. That wasn't enough. No, they just want to give the money back to the rich. That's it. The GOP in my lifetime has been good at two things, two things only. You know, Nixon, God, the earned income tax credit, the EPA, Nixon did plenty, but in my lifetime two things the GOP can do. Redistribute wealth to the top 1% and convince hard-working conservatives that this somehow helps them. They just want to bail out the banks and give the money back to the rich. And I get it. In times of crisis, the people who own this country are always going to try to ensure their power remains. That's human nature. That's just human interest. But like, they wanted you to believe that giving Steve Mnuchin, producer of Keanu, the movie, not the actor, $500 billion in a slush fund would help fight a virus, and it didn't. It was all a ploy to enrich businesses by giving them taxpayer money to buy back massive amounts of stock while the market's down. Where are the test kits? Where are the masks and the ventilators? Where's the food for the families? Where's the economic relief for those people who've lost their jobs? Where's the fucking plan to fix all this? And again, why a bailout if you're going to order everybody back to work on Easter anyway? Trump keeps saying he's going to give up on social distancing. He's like, we cannot let the cure be worse than the problem itself, which I think Stephen Miller wrote and Trump keeps repeating. And it's like the problem itself is up to a million people dying. What, what cure is worse than that? There is no plan. His plan is to let each state decide that's not how a wartime president leads. This is how a coward hides him accountability. And you know, man, when he came out and said he's a wartime president, that was the best for me because um, that means we're only a few weeks away from him actually wearing military garb. In fact, I predict if he is reelected and it's 50, 50 kids, if he's reelected, I think we will see Trump wearing full military uniforms, which means then it'll only be a few weeks until we see Don Jr. and Eric wearing full military uniforms. And again, Donald Trump keeps saying, we're going to end this quarantine. It's going to be over soon." He doesn't say it because the virus has been beaten. He doesn't say it because it's been contained? No. It's because he only cares about numbers. He only cares about the economy and the stock prices because he believes that's how he views that he, he believes that's how he wins the election. That's it. That's the whole game plan. I mean, who cares if people die? We need this growth. You know, never-ending growth. It's got to be never-ending growth. That's not stupid. That could that, That's sustainable. Never-ending growth all the time. Even though we're not having manufacturing anymore. And so he'll send you back to work. Even though he doesn't have the power to send you back to work. Because he didn't have the power to tell you to stop going to work. He abdicated all responsibility. He's a figurehead. He's an occupant. We don't have a president. He didn't want to lead. So the governors are leaving. Look... <laughs> He doesn't care about workers. He cares about unemployment numbers. And reopen America is that death panel your Republican Party lied to you about. So please just stay cool. Stay home. Remember all those times your grandma slipped you a $5 bill? Remember all those times growing up? It'd be your birthday or you're just a family gathering and grandma comes over and says, hey, come here. And she puts a $5 bill in your hand. Well, now it's time to express your gratitude to grandma. Don't go visit her.
1: What do companies like Ring, Hint, and Decovis all have in common? They all use NetSuite to accelerate their growth. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah, successful companies know that in order to grow faster, you must have the right tools. So if you want to take your company from, let's say, 2 million to 10 million or 10 million to hundreds of million in revenue, mm. NetSuite by Oracle gives you the tools to turbocharge your growth. With NetSuite, you get a full picture of your business. You get finance, inventory, HR customers, and more. It's everything you need to grow all in one place. You can run your entire business really from anywhere, even if you're working from home like most of us are right now. Exactly With with NetSuite, you are going to be covered. So NetSuite gives you the visibility and control you need to make the right decisions and grow with confidence. And that's why NetSuite customers grow faster than the S&P 500. NetSuite is the world's number one cloud business system trusted by more than 20,000 companies and it's the last system you'll ever need. If you want to find out, just schedule your free product tour right now. You can do that and receive a free guide, Six Ways to Run a More Profitable Business at netsuite.com voices. You can get that free guide right now at netsuite.com voices. That's netsuite.com voices.
2: So I hope you're enjoying good movies and binge watching good stuff during this break. I really do hope you're consuming good art and not just watching crap TV Uh, because I'm with an eight-year-old and it's weird. He's in his first ever Star Wars phase that wasn't imposed by me. So I'm being dragged off to watch a lot of stuff. But Empire Magazine from the UK had a list of the top 10 feel-good movies of all time. We read it on the air and it caused a lot of outrage. It's a very UK list, but it's pretty diverse. Um, The top 10 feel-good movies of all time for when you're all stuck at home in house arrest. Number 10, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Number 9, Sing Street, which most of you yanks haven't seen number eight when harry met sally number seven my neighbor Totoro. okay i thought they'd have some miyazaki on there somewhere number six the princess bride that's on everyone's list number five it's a wonderful life absolutely number four singing in the rain number three paddington 2 if you have kids yeah that's a fair choice uh number two is groundhog day and the number one feel-good movie is amelie That is Empire Magazine. Big was at number 22. Uh, Little Miss Sunshine was 18. The Lego Movie was in there. And Mr. Smith Goes to Washington was number 14. I'm addicted to lists right now. And uh, lists are a great way for people to fight about things uh, that don't matter and get it out. Um, Quick note about happiness. Happiness, like the coronavirus, is contagious, literally. And this is something I just want you to remember. Um, I don't really believe in happiness per se. I mean, I do believe in it, but I don't think you can be happy all the time. When someone says I'm a happy person, I'm like, well, I wish I could get your medication regimen. Um, I think you can be at peace, but happiness is like sadness. It's a transient state. It should be appreciated when it comes. But it is really contagious. Research shows that the happiness of close contact increases the chance of being happy by 15%. And the happiness of a second-degree contact, like a friend's spouse, by 10%. Happiness of a third-degree contact, like a friend of a friend, of a friend, is like 6%. Your happiness goes up. But it's also good for your heart. Seriously, optimism and positive emotion are found to provide statistically significant protection against cardiovascular disease, uh, the slow progression of heart disease, and reduce risk by like up to 50% of experiencing a heart attack. That's true. And we also know, and most importantly, happiness. And again, um, not pleasure, but happiness. It rewires your brain, positivity, happiness, compassion, kindness. It does rewire the brain, and they're the products of skills that can be learned and enhanced through training, thanks to the neuroplasticity of our brain. So I, I, again, negativity is a habit, depression is a disease. If you're trapped inside, there is help available. Please, please, please make sure you talk to someone and you can isolate without isolating from the world unless it works for you. But if you're in pain, there's help out there. Check out my brother, Paul's nonprofit, the Open Path Psychotherapy Collective, which provides uh, affordable therapy via Skype to people of all different income backgrounds. There's many resources out there. Please, we need you guys. We need you to show up and vote in November. Don't disappear down a hole of negativity right now, okay? because I'll remind you again, Donald Trump will die someday. I don't want him to die, but he will die someday, and I want you there for the funeral, just to see who Melania brings as a date. One more thing. Um, We do have enough food for everybody in this country. We have enough toilet paper for everybody in this country. Uh, The people who keep America running, the people who who make up the network that grows things and packages things and ships things and stocks things and stores things and sells things, the hardworking professionals out there, who can make sure that our necessities get to our homes, the people who make up the supply chain of America are still working. They're efficient, they're effective, and as long as the farmers can keep on doing their job and the truckers can do their job and packaging can be done and supplied and grocery stores get to stay open, the empty shelves will not be permanent. And so the best way to keep it all running is to stop the panic buying please and then support any orgs that or programs that provide support for farmers or workers or truckers or grocers there's no crisis in the food supply right now so the empty shelves might be scary but we're we're going to be okay it's when we have empty fields and empty barns that would be devastating um, now there's no road shows coming up we've had to cancel a lot of shows i'm very sorry we had to cancel the sexy liberal shows um in uh, uh madison wisconsin and in washington dc they have been rescheduled for later in the year i also had to cancel my gigs in la and in uh, albuquerque so please here's an idea consider a serious xm subscription um there's a 30-day free trial to check it out it's an incredible collection of different talk shows and music so much music for the rest of your life and so many different talk shows i'm on the progress channel it's really a lot of fun and um it's a great community too you know if you're trapped alone there are radio communities that you can be a part of and call in all day long and the, just this week we had greg proops we had alonzo bowden um we had uh, dan rather on the show so please 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 just just uh Just do what you have to do to stay in the best place you can be. Write to me anytime. Um, We're always happy to get your letters and your nice words or your critiques or your threats uh, or your delusions. Just send anything away. And um, Democrats, uh, please try to not hate each other too much. I know Bernie's still in there. Um, So please, Bernie's going to do the best job he can. He will unify the party. I promise you he did. He did 40 events for Hillary Clinton. And Hillary Clinton stayed until June of 2008. So just calm down. And Bernie fans, I know, I know, but look, Biden's beginning to transition, okay? Biden supports a $15 minimum wage now. That's because of you guys. You know, Joe Biden is to the left of every nominee for president the Democratic Party has ever had. And that's because of you guys. So please, please, please fight for your candidate. Just try not to hate people you have a lot in common with. And um, one last thing. Uh, I'm sorry that this is late. This podcast has been quite a week. But um, I keep coming back to the fact that if you're looking for the bright side in all of this, if you're looking desperately for some bright side to all of this fear and loss and you can't see one, then liberals, that means it's time for you to be the bright side. You know, like when you're hoarding supplies and food, please try to hoard and supply enough for your neighbors who might not have had the time to hoard and supply. This is it going to be a real time to separate the people who go insane and selfish and the people who look out for everybody else? Now, think about political ideologies. It's reflected in how you behave in a crisis. I'm most concerned about, you know, all the schools closing down because so many low-income kids get their primary meals from schools. So many parents can't afford to take off work to keep their kids at home. It's going to be a time of adjustment for all of us. And we can look at the stats and see, yes, the virus itself is going to hurt people, but, you know... (sighs) It adds up, yes, especially if this many millions of people are dying at once. We're only trying to slow the spread. That's it. So your Aunt Minnie goes into the hospital with the coronavirus flu in August rather than right now. That's all we can do here. But the basic economic impact is going to hurt a lot more people. And so please, please be sensitive to that. Support politicians who care about the least of us. And just let this bring out the best in yourself. I'm John Fuglesang. Thank you so much for listening to SanityCast. Uh, I'm at johnfuglesang.com. Please send us your notes. So I'm going to start doing a lot more of these. And again, check us out on SiriusXM Progress. We're going to have a lot of great journalists and celebrities and comedians all calling in. I'll be broadcasting from my TV room, which means I will be um, next to a furnace uh, that is a, a radiator blasting out way too much heat and an open window blasting in way too much cold air because that's how we roll here at the epicenter. And remember... Science has never made me doubt the existence of God, but some religious people have. Peace. Thanks to everyone at the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network, especially Chris Lavoy. Subscribe to all the shows over there, and uh, remember, I'm <laughs> doing another tagline: uh, Trump isn't the Antichrist, but Christ is the anti-Trump. You're parked outside the restaurant where you're meeting your date in 10 minutes. Glancing in the mirror, you notice your wrinkles and large under-eye bags. You rummage through your bag, thinking, where's your secret weapon? And there it is, Plexiderm. You apply the clear serum under your eyes, and boom, two minutes later, you start seeing the under-eye bags and wrinkles disappearing in front of your eyes. You'll look years younger. Plexiderm is the clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates your wrinkles, crow's feet, and under eye bags in minutes. It's the Valentine's Day gift you give yourself. Go to TriPlexiderm.com and enter VOICES for 50% off plus an extra 10 bucks off. Again, enter VOICES at TriPlexiderm.com to get 50% off plus an extra 10 bucks off. This offer is also available by calling 1-800-685-1292 and mention code VOICES. Plexiderm is backed by a 90-day money-back guarantee, so to get our special discount, enter VOICES at triplexiderm.com.